No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Go. had a lovely week because I certainly did as always so much to get through so little time so little time my friends there we go <laughs> we're signing out for 2021 ladies and gentlemen it's gonna be one of those shows I have no plan no prep no idea so why the fuck not Merry Christmas Merry Christmas to you and yours. So I hope you had a lovely week. I do I do have some stuff, don't worry. We've got stuff, but we can wing it. We can wing it tonight. It's kind of the mood I'm in. Kind of checked out of 2021, about halfway through 2021. Checked out mentally and emotionally. I'm like, that's it. I've had enough. <laughs> I became I became my stubborn German grandmother. <laughs> Halfway through the year. It's, this, this is it. I have had enough of this. Enough. <laughs> Take it away from me, please. <laughs> so that was 2021. So, you know, next week is obviously Christmas Day. So, well, for, for me, it is anyway. So I'm not going to be Ring doing the, show the bell on Christmas Day. and hey, get your cheese, man. man. Thank you for the subs. Clean Jack, ladies Here's and gentlemen. Here's Johnny. My wife, everyone's favorite lover of French pussy, has joined us, ladies and gentlemen, in the chat, Mersh, with Louis in tow. Thank you for joining us, sir. So, and a, and a fine, and not a finer way to see off 2021, can we? Even even imagine without touching on this, because Kitty B, the great Kitty B, sent me this clip a while ago, and I only just got to it this morning. And you know, I like to try and have a theme for every podcast, you know a topic or some underlying subtext that we refer to while we're kind of rolling from one story into the next, into the next. It's not always obvious, but it is always there. And I want this show tonight, the last show for... Holy shit! My Wave Radio dropping a fucking guinea on us, ladies and gentlemen. Love you, Boogie. Happy belated. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. DLive.tv, are you still on DLive? Of course you're on DLive. You just tipped on DLive. DLive.tv slash Nightwave Radio. Everyone's favourite lover of French Pussy Mersh. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. I managed to catch about 10 minutes of ROTC today at the end. I was fucking very happy. (laughs) Very happy with myself. I've got like two weeks worth of ROTCs to catch up on. Which is always a pain because it's, it's like Pessy's show... Right, Pessy's Pessy's show the law moves quicker than any you know kind of stream that exists. I think you know it's not even from one show to the next the story changes. It's midway through Joy of Pessy's show they've got like a whole new Bible's worth of backstories for these strange characters. And if you miss one or two episodes, you're fucked. <laughs> you have no idea what they're talking about. I've been on his show and I don't know what they're talking about half the time. 
Oh, man, this reminds me of the dancing fat horse. The what? <laughs> when did that happen? Who's... Uh, uh, hang on. Who's who's Ken posting? Who's he? I don't understand. Why is there a meme of this guy? It's kind of what it's like. So I've got like two weeks of that to catch up on because I really haven't been around. And I mean, that's what I'm saying. We haven't done any prep. Haven't put any thought into this whatsoever. But thank you for joining us as we sign out in 2021. So I want tonight's show theme to be focused around this. Not Cardi B necessarily, but what Cardi B, you know, Cardi B's connection to the other realms, the dark realms, the spiritual world, whatever it is. You know, they used to say like the Indians, right? They had a belief that crazy people were actually, it was God speaking through them. So where you would hear nonsense, you'd be a red coat you know, during the war, you know, this bloody, this bloody long-haired American yokel doesn't seem to be making any sense whatsoever. But the Indians believed that that long-haired bloody yokel was actually, you know, a, a conduit between the heavens and the people. And I think Cardi B exists in a similar realm. We've been big supporters of Cardi B on this show, as you know. We go all the way back to Cardi B interviewing Bernie Sanders. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen? It has been a good couple of years in some respects. Sure, the lockdowns and the boot on the throat is you know, a little bit of a downer, but we have had our fun, haven't we? Yo, Bernie, my nigga, what you gonna do about this student debt shit, Bernie? Because you know niggas out there, they'd be fighting hard and they'd go... Oh, that's a great question, Cardi. Thank you so much. You know, I'm very hip with the young people. Yo, Bernie, my nigga, what you gonna do out there with, like, these fucking single mothers out there that be selling their pussy to get, like, fucking food? Like, how you gonna go to a, a gynecologist and shit, Bernie, when you fucking dancing at 425, my nigga? How you gonna do that shit on a Tuesday? Well, that's a great question, Cardi. I think we can all agree that Donald Trump is really... Every, every, you know, I mean, he really caused all this. Yeah, you know, he fucking whacked. But Bernie, my nigga, what you gonna do about this shit? And then, of course, it didn't happen. Didn't she have a chat? She did. She interviewed Joe Biden as well. Remember that? She's had access to all the top politicians. She interviewed Joe Biden. That's when we That's when we discovered that Joe Biden's nickname all along, did, little did we know, for the last four decades, is in fact Joey B, because it's so young and fresh, fresh and hip, isn't it? Hey, Joey B. Yo, Joey B, my nigga. What you gonna do about this fucking shit out there, Joey? Fucking killing each other and shit. <laughs> so we love Cardi here on the show. And let the theme be this tonight from Kitty B. Ah! This, this video is called Cardi B Making Noises for One Hour Straight. <laughs> and it, it may be the most important video that's ever been on the internet. I'm calling it more important than monkey pissing in its own mouth. That level. It's, it's up there. It's in the Hall of Fame. You just don't know it yet. She really is a bird. Is 
get ba 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 we will be referring to Cardi at various intervals during tonight's program, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to draw your attention to something because as you all know here on the show, of course, ladies and gentlemen, more than just about anything else here, what we like to promote is a harmonious community that's very safety conscious. That's what we do here on the Daily Boogie. And I'm afraid if you're not in favor of safety, then I will have the mods remove you. It will be very swift and painless. Don't worry. And you'll be back out there with the riffraff where you belong because we can't have you here. I was speaking with Susan not that long ago, or Suze. I like to call her Suze. I call her Suze. I was speaking with Susan not that long ago, and I thought, you know, Suze, is there really... Maybe we haven't gone far enough, you know? Maybe there's even more layers of uncharted safety for us to investigate. Maybe we can protect people, you know, even harder than we're already protecting them. And she said, Boogs, you know what? I think you're onto something. So, of course, now we want to investigate the ways that we can wrap you up. Sorry, I've lost my chat for for some unknown fucking reason. Merry Christmas. My chat just isn't loading. It's deciding not to load today, okay? (laughs) I I don't know what to tell you. The chat today is just like, nope, not playing. And it's gone. And there's nothing I can do about it. It's just the way it is. So... I mean, am I getting error messages up on the fucking screen and everything? What is going... Have I lost the stream? I don't know. I can't see the chat. (laughs) Tell you what, this will be the best way. Let me know if I'm still here. So we dropped out. How about that? Sorry for that, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what happened. I don't know where we were. Do you think Cardi took us down? That wouldn't be nice, would it? I think I think Cardi took us down. <laughs> what else could it be? But how can you... I'm sorry. She was just making noises. How can that be... Co- how can you copyright a noise? She, it wasn't songs or anything. She wasn't. She's. How can that be copyright?
On what? I, I demand to know, on what grounds am I breaching copyright here? What is, has she has she fucking released an album of bird noises? <laughs> what is going on? She crashed me. It's all her fault. Oh, I still love you, Cardi. But you know what you gonna do about them niggas out there who can't afford to go to gynecologists, Bernie? What you gonna do about them? So anyway, where were we? Oh, that's right. We were discussing safety. So. <laughs> And look, I've got some safety for you because we can go much further. We can safety the shit out of you even harder than you've already experienced. Have a look at this. How facial recognition technology will be used to track positive COVID cases. We're still doing it. Oh, that's good. That sounds helpful. Well, you know, you can't be too careful these days. And I think if we develop a database mapping people's movements to their face and their medical status, I mean, that's only going to keep me safe, right? <laughs> we really do deserve everything we're getting, don't we? Wow, there's so much protection. <laughs> we'll, call it the, we'll call it the COVID Protection Act. And we will stick a government-run camera in the face of every man, woman, and child. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, hey. my nigga. Oh. Oh. Toss dipped fifty-six dollars and twenty cents. Holy shit! I'm not fat, but thanks for the rusty birthday buffet. Oh, thank you. Five fifths and happy holidays. Thank you, horse, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, we did have a rust birthday party. It was very fun. Of course, as you know, last week was the birthday, and um, a couple of the Rust friendos, special, special shout-out to the Minister of Fun, Ferox, Premier, Foggy was there, Jim Enward was there, the horse was there, a bunch of people were there, Goofy Boots was there, and we had fun, and there were, so we had a virtual Rust birthday party, complete with uh, 90s hip-hop, I believe it was Tribe Called Quest, <laughs> was, was playing in the local discotheque. And we danced and we drank and then we floated around in a pool in rust and then we all shot each other and died. It was great fun. Fantastic fun. So thank you to the rust friendos out there for that birthday present last week. Surprisingly fun. Where were we? Oh, that's right. <laughs> nothing, nothing too much to worry about. How facial recognition technology will be used to track positive COVID cases Quote, if you thought being asked to check into a cafe with your smartphone was a step too far. Uh, the Minister of Fun with a diamond. Thank you for the diamond, Minister of Fun, but my alerts aren't showing up on, on DLive. I don't know why. So I'm sorry, I missed it. I can see the Streamlabs comments, but not the DLive comments for some reason. Merry Christmas. Yay. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. If you thought being asked to check into a cafe with your smartphone was a step too far, this new development in coronavirus tech might rustle your feathers. Throughout the coronavirus pandemic, governments around the world have flocked to new technologies in the hope of better gathering information on the movements of potential spreaders. <laughs> I mean, surely, if you dislike people using the zombie world analogy, then you should cease speaking in zombie world terms, shouldn't you? <laughs> listen to the way they listen to the way they talk about you. 
You're not even a person. You're a potential spreader. Because you know. You know, like every good supervillain, of course they would believe humanity is the real virus. Right? Of course. Throughout the coronavirus pandemic, governments around the world have flocked to new technologies in the hope of better gathering information on the movements of potential spreaders. Using everything from QR codes to camera drones in the sky in a purported effort to quote, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, to quote, keep us safe. To keep us safe. I know it's bad, you know it's bad, but it is kind of fun, you know, watching them use the very language that, you know, (laughs) a couple of years ago, you know, if you were here, you remember. Now, cutting uh, cutting edge, my mouth is so all over the place today. It really is. Now, cutting edge artificial intelligence has been slated for use in South Korea to trace the movements of positive cases. That's all right. It's happening in South Korea. It'll never happen here. Never. Never, ever. You give your guns away, you stupid son of a bitch. (laughs) The new system, which is expected to be rolled out in January, will employ some of the world's most advanced facial recognition software to, quote, listen to this, to pin anyone potentially breaching public health orders. (laughs) See, here's what we're going to do. I mean, you can only fight coronavirus with so much vaccine. I mean, you can only put so many needles into people's arms. There is a limit of how much people can take. So we have to, you know, at least try to reimagine the idea of privacy in order for the, you know, what we've got to strive for here, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard this before in your history class. We've got to strive to best serve the collective good. Right. Look, you need to put your selfish individual rights to one side here and think about what's best for the community. Do it for them, not for you. Ich bin ein Maskwearer, ladies and gentlemen. So forget what you think you know about, you know, having your own personal space and your own personal freedoms and, you know, the right to medical privacy and all that stuff. That's It's just got to go. You know why? It's too unsafe out there. So we'll do away with that. Then we'll probably, you know, mandate that you get the protection because clearly you're not intelligent enough to decide on your own what we want you to do. So we may have to force you, I'm afraid. But it's, again... Stop being selfish. It's for the collective good. It's for everybody out there, right? It's not just for you. Do it for everyone. And you know what? Even after we've got sort of 90% of people are all nice and safe and protected now, right? Even though even though 90, 80% of people or whatever have done the right thing, they've looked out for their community, you know what? It's still not quite safe enough. And we can go a little bit safer, don't you think? How about this, boss? I've got an idea. Why don't we set up a system of cameras throughout the city and rather than just do things like, say, look for evidence of crimes when somebody's stabbed on the street or raped in the park or what have you, instead of being a reactive situation, why why don't we have those cameras 
scanning the faces of everyone who's outside at the time and then, of course, mapping it up with their medical history, their, their recent travel history. Why don't we just bring up their bank account details? That's okay. The bank will hand over the info. Just ask them. Did you happen to be in the capital on January 6th? <laughs> Did you buy a Clark bar with, you know, a credit card or something? When you stopped Happy for Hanukkah, gas? My nigga. Guess what? <laughs> they got your shit, man. Winning TV tipped $5. Thank you, sir. Merry Christmas, Boog Guy and my fellow Boogers. Oh, thank you, sir. Merry Christmas to you too. Winning TV. DLive.tv slash winning TV. Sessions presents a Peter Griffin Christmas. <laughs> Featuring such standards as yes. And who could forget I brought these gifts for you They're up in my bum And everyone's favorite Look at the bells Holy crap, here comes Jesus And he doesn't look too happy Merry Christmas, everyone Thank you for that. What a what a nice touch from Phil D'Angelo winning TV, ladies and gentlemen. And Merry Christmas, by the way, of course. I don't know if you noticed or not. I am wearing the hat. I hope I'm being sufficiently festive for you. No, Christmas is good. I'll be able to do Christmas this year for the first time in years and years and years because I'm usually working. I'm actually getting the day off this time. So I will take full advantage. Thank you very much. The test project will initially involve up to 10,000 CCTV cameras to gather data across the city of Buchen, I'm going to say. Despite obvious privacy concerns, there's that word again, ladies and gentlemen, concerns. <laughs> it's always just concerns. Press one in the chat if you have over the any, you know, over any part of the last couple of years, heard us talk about they only ever refer to quote unquote concerns. You know, civil liberties, <laughs> civil liberties activists have some concerns. That's all you ever get is a concern. Ever heard us talk about that before? <laughs> Don't you just love how predictable this is? How easy this is? They don't know that we know what they're going to write before they know. <laughs> they don't know that we know that. And so they continue writing the things we know they're going to write. Because it's a program. It's, it's copy-paste. It's paint-by-numbers journalism. They just follow the formula of the person who went before them. They just follow the formula that you know, they think is the best formula because that's what they've been taught and then away they go. And they all write it the exact same way. Oh, there are some privacy concerns. Don't worry, it's out there to keep us safe. Safe and effective. According to a 110-page business plan from the city submitted to the Ministry of Science, ladies and gentlemen, and ICT, the scheme will use data to track an infected person's movements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, this is this is some good old-fashioned home-cooked safety right here. I love this stuff. 
The 110-page business plan from the city submitted to the Ministry of Science and ICT. The scheme will use data to track an infected person's movements, anyone they had close contact with, and whether they were wearing a mask. So you will... So the 10,000 CCTV cameras are going to figure out... I mean, when when were we talking about Clearview AI? That was back in 2019, was it not? The facial recognition software developed by an Australian that was being used by over 40,000 law enforcement agencies in North America. And what it would do would take a picture of your face and then instantly sweep the internet for any information relating to your face. And within fractions of a second... They could bring up, you know, what your full name was, your address, where you work, and then all of your contacts as well. No warrant, right? No need for a warrant. You just let the camera do the work. You just walk around with the camera rolling. Takes everyone's faces, takes everyone's picture. Bang, bang, bang. And then they know who everyone is and the friends of everyone. And then you can go into the friends of the friends, right? We've slowly been shifting our entire lives over to the internet and now is the time to make hay because the sun is shining when it comes to regulations and safety and protection and protocols and crackdowns and regulations, right? In case you haven't noticed, the people who would want, you know, kind of more regulation and more quote-unquote protection and more quote-unquote safety, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, Lately, they've been working very hard. <laughs> they've been pushing, pushing, pushing very harder than normal. It's almost like they feel like they've got a couple of years. Look, we've only got a couple of years to put in place as much as we possibly can before we get fucking dragged out of the office, right? And they're making hay because the sun is shining. I mean, this shit... This shit was far-right conspiracy theory six months ago. Six months ago. And now, again. 10,000 CCTV cameras submitted to the Ministry of Science. The scheme will use data to track an infected person's movements, anyone they had close contact with, and whether they were wearing a mask. The mayor... And I'm, I'll, I'll have a crack. Jan Diong Chiong? Dan Jong Chong. <laughs> it's not our fault that whenever we try to pronounce those names, we giggle. I don't think it's racist. It's endearing. Jan Jong Chong. <laughs> oh, Mr. Chong. Lobbied, lobbied for national funding into the AI tracing system in 2020. Arguing its use, listen to this, would drastically reduce the workload for contact tracers. So we're now replacing, we're replacing the dancing nurses with Skynet. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, you thought you had a job forever, didn't you, sweetheart? You thought doing those little TikTok dances was going to keep you popular and make you a hero. But guess again, the machine is taking over. Do not praise the machine. The DJ 5000 has your job now. Quote, it sometimes takes hours to analyze a single CCTV footage. Using visual recognition technology will enable that analysis in an instant, he said on Twitter. Gee, it sounds a lot like Clearview AI, does it not? Sounds almost exactly the same. Listen to this. Pro-privacy groups immediately rallied against the news, 
painting up the development as another slip down the rope towards taxpayer-funded dystopia. While the system is not strictly the first of its kind, countries like Russia, India, China, Japan and the US have all implemented some form of facial recognition technology in the fight against COVID. (laughs) You see, it's not that bad because everybody's doing it. Look, look at all the examples we have. See, first of all, you know, the Russians are doing it. And I know we normally hate Putin, but now we love him. Dr. Underscore Rube tipped $3. Thank you, Doctor. I bought a new cell phone and see-through underwear online yesterday. Oh, nice. Merry Christmas, ladies. And boogie. (laughs) Thank you. Dr. Rube in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Getting his fuck on over there, wherever he is. Have a Merry Christmas, my man. It sounds like you will. And yes, of course, Merry Christmas. I would just want to say Happy Birthday, Santa. So everybody's got one. Russia has one. And even though we hate Vladimir Putin, this is a good idea because we've got to keep uh, people COVID safe. And India has one. China has one. We know what a bastion of freedom China is. And then, of course, the US, they have facial recognition things as well. So, you know, it's okay. Everybody's doing it. Don't be such a, don't be such a misery guts. Just shut up and take your medicine like everyone else. Remember, it's for your protection. We're doing this to keep you safe. Don't be an idiot. The tech-savvy nation has already used a wide array of high-tech, high-tech contact tracing methods, including the gathering, including the gathering. I told you, I'm just a wreck today. I'm just a wreck. An absolute wreck. I think because I know it's the last one, which isn't fair on you, (laughs) but I really am just taking it easy today. It really is unprofessional. (laughs) It really is terrible. In fact, I don't blame you. If you want to leave, I won't be offended. Off you go. See you later. And then when you go, then we'll be... We'll be a reverse dancing frog in the old cartoon. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my aunt. As soon as you walk out, we're going to start dancing again. The tech-savvy nation has already used a wide array of high-tech contact tracing methods, including the gathering of citizens' credit card records, cell phone location data, and CCTV footage to, quote, tackle the spread. This is how we're tackling... This is how we're tackling COVID, ladies and gentlemen, by just normalising the gathering of credit card records and cell phone location data and now matching it to your face with 10,000 CCTV cameras. Isn't fucking life grand? Isn't everything going well for us in the free world? An anonymous official responded via Reuters claiming the technology gathering data on passers-by was in fact not an invasion of privacy as it fit inside the constraints of the country's, ladies and gentlemen, again, yet again, yet again, we nail it again. Again. Press one in the chat if you've ever heard us talk about that common law is now has now been trumped by quote-unquote health guidelines, right? Ever heard us mention that? That we used to have common law, but now sitting above common law, you've got the health guidelines. And people say, well, that's ridiculous. How can health guidelines be above common law? And I say, well, look, 
the health guidelines themselves are not law. This is how they get around it, right? The health guidelines are not law, but it is against the law to not follow the health guidelines. So if you breach the health guidelines, no, you're not breaking the law. But there's a law that you must follow the health guidelines, if that makes sense. Breaching a guideline in of itself is not breaking the law, but the act of breaching a guideline is, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Because the law is you must follow the health guidelines. <laughs> Ever heard us mention the health guidelines? Okay, well now, here we are. Here we are at the end of 2021. Listen to this. An anonymous official responded via Reuters, claiming the technology gathering data on passers-by was, in fact, quote, not an invasion of privacy, as it fit inside the constraints of the country's Infectious Disease Control and Prevention Act. So we can now roll out 10,000 AI-driven facial recognition cameras that will link to your credit card, your location, and your medical status and alert the authorities if you're not wearing a mask. We can now do that because, hey, no, 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 no. It's because of the Infectious Disease Prevention Act. That's why. Oh, that gives you all of this power. Incredible. It, wow, the, the Infectious Disease Act, it seems incredibly powerful. It's a little OP, don't you think? It's a little OP. I didn't know in the Infectious Disease Control Act it had in there crippling totalitarian nightmare. I didn't see that written anywhere in there. Isn't that funny? Isn't that cute how they just kind of slide it in there? The system will reportedly place a blurred mosaic over the faces of anyone who is not a subject. Don't worry, we're only going, don't worry, we're only going to be tracking the criminals. Ah, okay. Well, then that makes perfect sense. I mean, if you're just following the guidelines, if you're taking your boosters and following the guidelines and wearing your mask, then you've got nothing to worry about. See how this works? Hey, follow the law. But it's not law. Yes, it is. It is now. Happy days. Quote, there is no privacy issue here as the system traces the confirmed patient based on, they're calling your patient again, based on the Infectious Disease Control and Prevention Act. Contact tracers stick to that rule so there is no risk of data spill or invasion of privacy. There's no risk. <laughs> and you know what? After having been around for a little bit of time now on planet Earth, I think I can say with a fair amount of confidence, whenever somebody says there's no risk to an invasion of privacy or no risk of a data breach, there almost certainly is. Because it's usually those places that you read about six months later, massive data breach, information sold to fucking some farm in India somewhere, right? Almost every time. Let's have a look here. There's a nice little video to go along with this. Let's see what they got. Government, considering facial recognition technology, similar to what we're seeing in South Australia at the moment, the Premier Gladys Berejiklian says fully vaccinated return travellers will still need a period of quarantine even once the state hits 80% fully vaccinated. So this is an old video. 
because the state's now at like 94% vaccinated or something ridiculous like that. And guess what? Here's the thing, because people in the, you know, people in other countries where the vaccination rate isn't as high will say things like, no, no, everybody should get their vax. And as soon as we get to 80%, they'll let us go outside again. If everybody gets their vax, we'll get to 85%, we'll get to 90%, and then they'll let us live their lives again. And it's like, no, I can tell you, hello from the future, I can tell you, you can be at 95% and they still, well, they'll still make you quarantine. We just had the best fast bowler in the world, the Australian cricket captain, a guy named Patrick Cummins, right? He's the number one bowler in the world, which is like a pitcher. He's had to miss this game that just started a couple of days ago because he was in a restaurant. Somebody else in the restaurant on a table, you know, not at his table, at a different table, they tested positive for COVID. He was deemed at that point to be a quote-unquote close contact and he is now forced he couldn't play in the game and he's now forced to sit in his hotel room for a week now mind you he himself tested negative he doesn't have it he doesn't fucking have it he tested negative right repeatedly tested negative he himself is also double vaxxed and he's also like in the to- in terms of athletes, he would be in the top one percent of all athletes. You know what I mean? Just an incredibly fit. He's like what twenty eight years old. He's at the peak of his physical powers. An incredibly fit guy. So all of that doesn't even matter. Double vaxxed, doesn't have COVID, negative tests, in the top 1% in terms of fitness. He still has to sit in a hotel room, which is going to be far more unhealthy. He has to sit in a hotel room for a week because someone at the restaurant he was at tested positive. Not even someone he was with. So what's the fucking point of... What's the point of all the protection then? What's the point of the vax? What could it possibly be? Because it doesn't make any difference. They will still treat you the same as everybody else. You know, it's out, It's the only way out of this pandemic. We were hearing it's the only way out of the pandemic 12 months ago. And here we are a year later. And one of the fittest guys in the country has to sit in a hotel room for a week because he was at, an arrest, at a restaurant where someone had COVID. It is fucking nuts. Oh, you know what? That's not even... We're not keep, keeping people safe enough with that. Let's start bringing in the fucking facial recognition cameras on top of that. Just in case he decided to wander out of his apartment and go out for a bit of fresh air or go for a jog around the lake or something. No, no, no. We've got to have the health authorities whisk over there and pick him up because he's a danger to everyone. He's a danger. He's he's a potential spreader, but he's been double vaxxed. Yeah, so double vaxxed don't spread, don't they? No, but stay in your room just in case. Stay in there just in case and don't come out, at least for a week. Preferably two. Because it's about protection. Kenny Heatley's live for me now this afternoon. Kenny, talk us through the detail here. What is emerging about this reopening plan from the Premier? Hi, Kieran. Well, here at Sydney's International Airport, there's a serious lack of action and it's been this way for such a long time now. Mm. The Premier is saying today that even at that 80% double-dose vaccination target, which is expected potentially late October into early November, yep. incoming travellers from overseas who are fully vaccinated and return a negative test on arrival will still need a period of quarantine. Now, <laughs> They openly tell you. 
They just tell you. So your friends will tell you, oh no, you got to get it. So that way you can come back in. Life will go back to normal. Everything will go back to normal. And the politicians and the media are openly telling you, no, that's not the case. You can be double jabbed. It doesn't matter. You're still going to have to quarantine. And they tell you you're crazy for telling them that. <laughs> Man. Thank you, Carly. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Merry fucking Christmas. How about this? So we've got our own Fauci down here. I'd like to introduce you to our Fauci, a lady named Dr. Kerry Chant. And she's got a couple more for her greatest hits catalogue, which is growing, you know, by the day. It's like a phone book now. She's had plenty, plenty of number one top ten hits. How about this from our Dr. Fauci? Used to being vaccinated with COVID vaccines for. Let me restart that for you. Need to get used to being vaccinated with COVID vaccines for the future. Booster doses, repeat doses will be part of it. I can assure you that the Commonwealth government has produced has purchased a large quantities of vaccine into 2022 and this will be a regular cycle of vaccination and revaccination <laughs> guys again the the thing that makes me laugh the most is you'll be told that you're a conspiracy theorist. You'll you'll be told that you're peddling misinformation if you tell them. No, no, no. They say there's going to be rolling vaccines into the future. It's just going to become part of life. You've just got to accept it. Get used to it, right? We want you to, you know, we want you to absorb this into your regular behavior now. And we don't even want you thinking about it. Just muscle memory. Every three months, go and get your booster. Just make it part of your routine, like when you go and pay your taxes or when you go to the post office or whatever. Hey, if you're going down to the post office this afternoon, why not duck in and uh, make an appointment to get your booster shot? Am I right? Yeah. When you're going down there to pick up the groceries, remember, if you've got to pay that gas bill at the end of the month, uh, duck in, get your booster. Get your monthly booster. No, the monthly booster will be different to the six-monthly booster and the yearly booster. <laughs> right? So we just want it to become part of the everyday life, part of the everyday conversation. We want to keep having these press conferences telling you about the booster shots, telling you how dangerous it is out there. And if you tell them this, they'll say that you're the one spreading misinformation. You need to get used to being vaccinated with COVID vaccines for the future. Booster doses, repeat doses will be part of it. I can assure you that the Commonwealth Government has produced has purchased a large quantities of vaccine into 2022 and this will be a regular cycle of vaccination and revaccination as we learn more about when immunity wanes as, as we learn more about when immunity wanes we need you they're openly telling you we need you to keep taking this until we figure out what it does I have a gift for cutting through the bullshit. It is a passion of mine to cut through fucking political speech. That's what she's saying. She just says it a different way. She says it a more socially, you know, acceptable way, a little less brunt, a little less abrupt. But what she's really saying is we need to get you in a cycle of constant vaccinations until we figure out what it does. 
We don't know. We don't know about the waning efficacy yet. We don't know, you know, about future immunity. We don't know yet. So we're going to need you to take it as often as possible so we can figure it out. <laughs> Fills me with confidence. Right? Fucking wonderful. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I am drinking a furfy, refreshing ale. And I've got a side of wild turkey and cola. How do you like that for a Christmas show? Nice bit of wild turkey. So just get used to it. Get in the habit. Roll up your sleeves. And by the way, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas out there. Always on the best available evidence at this point in time is boosters. And I've seen even this morning some additional data coming in, which really emphasises the urgency. So I would recommend that instead of Christmas shopping, Everyone shops for a COVID booster online. Wow. I remember I remember saying to you, you know, when Joe Biden won the election. When Joe Biden was returned as the president-elect, we'll say, um, you know, a lot of people thought that they had they'd seen the end of Fauci at that point. Remember that they were like, "Well, at least we don't see Anthony Fauci anymore." And it's like, "No, no, 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 no! You're going to see more Fauci now. You're going to see him far more often. The Biden administration is going to trot Fauci out for years now. He's the man." He's the guy that you go to. He will just say whatever he needs to say at the time of saying it because he's been caught so many times now going back on his own theories and his own prognosis and his own policies where it's just a fucking rolling laughing joke. You really do have to have the memory of a goldfish in the body of a sheep to still be following what he says because next week it'll be the opposite. I've even said to people who tell me things, who repeat what Fauci says, and I've even said Happy to them Hanukkah, to their face, don't worry, nigga. next week you'll say the other thing. Oh. Cabaret underscore Z tipped $10. Oh, thank you, sir. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Boogie. Happy New Year to you, too. Glad to see the kingdom of Boogieston stand another year. Stand proud. Glad you're still here. Thank you. Have a pint on me. I will. You, your M8, and your Johnson. And your Johnson. <laughs> you, your mate, and your Johnson. Thank you very much, Cabaret. Very generous over the last couple of weeks. All the boogers. All the boogers. Always on the best available evidence at this point in time is boosters. And I've seen even this morning some additional data coming in, which really emphasises the urgency. So I would recommend that instead of Christmas shopping, everyone shops for a COVID booster online. Lovely. Merry Christmas, everybody. Australians are being urged to get COVID booster shots as early as possible. Nice. <laughs> Just never ends, does it? It never ends. It's relentless again. Here we go again. We're doing it again. I don't know how many of you are familiar with the English Premier League. It's the soccer league. It's the richest soccer league on earth. It has to be. 
you know, we're talking in the Premier League, we're talking wages. Like, you know, it's not uncommon for a player to earn in excess of, say, you know, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars a week. Right? It's very big money. You know, teams will pay sixty million dollars, or you know, a hundred million dollars for other players. It's insanity. It's incredibly. It's there's a lot of money in it, and there's a lot of broadcast deals done. It's a huge fucking league, right? Everyone around the world watches the Premier League if they're into football. And they're now they're now cancelling games again. They're doing it again. They're right back to where they were. Remember when I told you that winter is just around the corner? They gave you your white boy summer, and now they're going to give you the lockdown booster shot winter? I know, because we just had lockdown booster shot winter, and now we're having white boy summer. Two days ago, the rules changed in New South Wales where the unvaxxed were quote-unquote allowed out of lockdown again. So there's no more masks, there's unvaxxed and vaxxed walking around, going to shops and what have you. It felt semi-normal, I'm going to admit, it felt nice. I can't tell you how nice it felt just to walk around the shops and see everyone's faces again. I never, and I never thought I'd care about stuff like that. But it turns out I'm, I care more about those things than I thought I did. <laughs> and it just felt nice to feel a little normal again. It really did. That doesn't excuse everything that's happened in the last two years, not by a fucking long shot. I'm not gonna lie. It felt nice. So, you know, we're gearing up for our white boy summer here. People are going to the cricket. I'm going to be watching the cricket later on today, ladies and gentlemen. Around three o'clock. Probably going to get, probably going to get fucking, I'm probably going to get paralytic drunk as well. Just giving you the hot tip there. Just letting you know. Probably be, probably be paralytic in about three hours from now, just in time for the cricket to start. And, you know, it's summer again. Summer's back. Hey, happy days. But that means on the flip side, for the people who have the cold winters, it's going to be lockdowns, booster shots and mandates. Guess what? How, guess how I know? Ask me how I know. We just did it. We just had winter. So prepare yourselves mentally because it's coming. It is absolutely coming. All right, let's get back to this. Promoting the booster shots, ladies and gentlemen. Or should we say hello to Cardi one more time? Nice. Thank you, Cardi. Amid rising concerns, the Omicron variant is blunting the effects of vaccination. A third jab can now be given after five months, while Moderna has been given the green light as a booster. Everyone copes in their own way. Flanks or loose or... As the health That is true. On this show, we like to cope by burning one, burning a fat one, uh, enjoying a glass of wild turkey and cola, enjoying a cold, fresh beverage and laughing at fucks like you. That's what we do. That's our cope. <laughs> and some pleasant tunes along the way. Some head bopping, toe tapping shit to bring us home, to kick us home in 2021. How about a nice little casual Saturday morning vibe, huh? How about you get your vibe on? Is it 7 p.m. where you are or 6 p.m.? 
tell you what, smoke them if you got them, ladies and gentlemen. Roll one up. Let's go out 2021 with fun. What do you say? Let's cope. Let's cope our way into 2022 by laughing at these cunts. <laughs> let's go back again. Let's do it again. Australians are being urged to get COVID booster shots as early as possible amid rising concerns the this, Omicron this variant is, is blunting the effects of vaccination. A third jab can now be given after five months, while Moderna has been given the green light as a booster. Everyone copes in their own way. Yes, we do. Flex on, as the help is... I can see it! I can see the diamonds again. Poppy with the diamond. Thank you for joining us, Poppy. Fuck COVID, she says. Fuck COVID. Fuck COVID. Go cancer. I'm on team cancer. Just a braces for a booster. Done. How quick was that? And How quick was that? a faster rollout of a third jab for the nation. That the time frame for the boosters be brought forward from six months to five months. Adding a new mRNA shot to the locker. So if you're 18 and over, you can have the Pfizer or the Moderna uh, wherever you are as a booster. All work together well in combating COVID-19. Do they though? (laughs) How can you say that? (laughs) How can they say that? How can... Excuse me, sir. This is Boogie Buffer from the Daily Boogie. How can you say those things? <laughs> How do you get away with saying that stuff that you say? Oh, together. Remember the video last week? Remember the video last week? NBC News, ladies and gentlemen. According to Pfizer, the booster shot gives you 25 times more protection. It's like, I don't even think that that's a real data point. <laughs> Our, our booster shots give you 25% more shine and bounce. Our booster shots fill your Q zone with goodness. <laughs> right? 25 times more protection. Wow. We should slap that right on the label. <laughs> It'll look so much better on the shelf because we're just going to have them displayed on the shelves now. That, no, sorry. Pardon me. That'll be when you get your COVID booster pill or suppository. Up the arse. They have to start giving us. They have to start giving us mandatory suppositories. I want that to happen. I want everyone to line up at the clinic every three months to have a pill shoved up their ass that says COVID on it. <laughs> Twenty-five times more spike shedding. James Campisi in the chat. Uh, uh, wherever you are, as a booster, all Get work together well in combating COVID nineteen. Oh, sure Mixing and matching AstraZeneca and Pfizer is perfectly fine. In fact, if you have Pfizer after Happy AstraZeneca, Hanukkah, it's just relentless. Hey, Ernie Binks dipped five dollars. Thank you, Ernie. Toy day. Toy day. Happy toy day. It's Ernie Banks and his lovely granddaughter. Gorgeous little. Gorgeous little ball of fucking sunshine, that kid. Happy Toy Day to the kid. What a lovable kid. You get even higher. Uh, unfortunately, we've got to go from the nice thought of, you know, <laughs> we, have, we have to unfortunately go from the nice thought of, you know, a little kid running around a toy store just full of joy, looking at all the toys, deciding which toy they can have because Poppy's going to buy her a toy. Toy Day. <laughs> We have to go from that, you know, good vibe to this, to this here. Look at this. Look at what we're looking at here. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> oh, what a fucking downer. 
together well in combating COVID-19. Mixing and matching AstraZeneca and Pfizer is perfectly fine. In fact, if you have Pfizer perfectly after fine. AstraZeneca, you get even higher antibody levels. Wow, look at this. We get even more protection. Let's mix them together. Let's have a, let's have a booster cocktail. <laughs> Forward a month means two million more Australians will be eligible for a third jab by the end of December, with five million Moderna doses already in Australia See, we've already bought them. We've already bought them. Now, if you don't use them, that's like burning money. That's like throwing money away. If if we allow these doses just to sit in a, in a, some fucking warehouse somewhere, you know that's 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 called negative stock. <laughs> if you if you fill a warehouse with stuff that you don't sell. That's you losing money. Every day those boxes are in your warehouse, you're losing money. You need to get that shit out the door and get the money coming in instead. Move out the boxes, bring in the cash. That's the game. That's the warehousing game. So what did, what did you think? We just, we're just we going to buy 5 million doses and then just not use them? No, no, no. Remember the, remember the health you know official earlier? No, no, we've bought doses to last well into 2022. Her words, it's going to be a constant cycle of vaccination and revaccination and booster shots for years. They're telling you openly, it's this will not end. This will not end. You believed that it would end. You thought if you just do the right thing and do what you're told and get what you're told to get, that everything is going to be okay, but it's not going to be okay. Not. It's like the sign hanging in, you know, Homer's workstation at the power plant. Just remember, you're here forever. <laughs> you are here forever. And more than that in Pfizer, there is already enough supply here to cover all adults eligible for boosters by January 31. And And the first doses for 5 to 11-year-olds. A booster does improve your immunity against Omicron. Does it? And does it? How can you say these things? Prove it. <laughs> because, look, I'm no doctor. I'm no virologist. But just looking around, press one in the chat if you think it's helping. Press two in the chat if you're like, nah, I don't notice any difference. Which one are you? Press one in the chat if you if press one in the chat if you believe that despite being told repeatedly that there is no evidence that the booster is going to protect you any more or less from Omicron than anything else. Press one in the chat if, despite that, you still believe, well, it just will. It just does, because people are just saying it on television. Press two in the chat if you're not an idiot. <laughs> right? Those are your options. Press one in the chat if you believe him. Press two in the chat if you're not an idiot. <laughs> 
Mods, if you could just go around and mop up anyone who put one, just clean them up. Just get them out. <laughs> kick them out. <laughs> do not, do not kick them out. Do not kick them out. The immunity against Omicron isn't great after two doses, so that is a reasonable compromise to give the booster five months after the second dose. There's <laughs> Why are we compromising? Who said anything about compromise? <laughs> can you show can you show the audience? There's no evidence the Omicron variant is more harmful, but it appears more transmissible, and that has some health officials worried. The booster. Okay, so if it's not more harmful, then what's the fucking difference? I'm sorry. Someone has to ask these questions. Look, it's not more harmful, but it does spread more. Oh, okay, so it's less dangerous, but spreads more, then who gives a fuck, mate? <laughs> who fucking cares? What's the difference then? If, it, if it's not as harmful, who cares how much it spreads? What difference does it make? Oh, no, no, no. Now we need a new booster rollout. Now we've got to give you another lockdown. And now we've got to start cancelling fucking football games and cricket matches. And now we've got to start stopping the crowds going. Now you're going to have to QR code in again. And I mean, predictably, I remember, <clears throat> remember when they were first talking about the UK bringing in a vaccine passport? Do you remember that? We spoke about it on the fucking show. They, you know, we're going to bring in a new vaccine passport. It's just the, it's the new normal. It's all for your protection. And then, you know, some people had some concerns, obviously. Some people kicked up a stink. And the government, Boris Johnson, came out and said, okay, we're not, well, we're going to scrap it. No, we're not going to do it. No, fuck it, because it's not popular. And we believe we're not going to do it anymore. And people were starting to treat this like a victory. Who press one in the chat if you remember me saying, "Don't worry, they'll just they'll figure out a new way to do it, and they'll just do it anyway." Do you remember that? I fucking remember that. Don't worry. No, no, no. It doesn't. They they're not. They know. They don't ever not do something. If they get too much pushback, they just put it on the back burner, and then they'll find a new way to do it. They'll figure out a new way to bring in the thing that you don't like. They'll call it something else and it will be the same thing and you'll be too fucking stupid to know the difference. I'm sorry. So now, here comes Omicron lurching over the fucking horizon. Here comes big waddling Omicron, which is no more dangerous than any other coronavirus, but apparently spreads quicker. So I don't know what difference that makes. If it's not as dangerous, then who gives a fuck? Right? So it comes lurching over, and now here's our time. Now here's our chance. And sure as shit, the UK government last week announced, well, it looks like we're going to have to bring in the vaccine passports because of Omicron. And there, and another, you know, daily boogie prophecy was, was fucking lived, lived out. Another prophecy came to be. They just found a new way of doing it. They will just do what they want. And, you know, we've used this example before. People mention Barack Obama and they say he didn't follow any of the Constitution. And I'm like, yeah, great. That didn't stop him, did it, from doing anything. He was still president for eight years. So if he didn't follow the Constitution for eight years and remained as president, that should show you how little it actually fucking matters. I'm sorry to say. It's a great idea and a great document and a great legacy. 
But in practical, pragmatic reality terms in 2021, it matters not a fucking jot because they will just do what they want anyway. They don't care. As George Bush famous George Bush Jr. famously once said, it's just a piece of paper. It is just a piece of paper. Who cares? This are very important to give that extra immunity, particularly extra immunity, special immunity. Especially immune. That super duper ripper fantastical special immunity that you get from only your fourth booster shot. Yes, the Omicron variant is likely to spread around the world. So prepare to roll up your sleeve again. Get your special band-aid as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> and endure a little pain for a lot of gain. A lot of gain. Notice how they don't really tell you anything, do they? They don't really tell you anything. Well, even though uh, even though Omicron is not as dangerous, it does spread more. So we are proposing a booster shot of the safe and effective because guess what? We bought 10 million fucking doses of the shit. <laughs> and we're going to move it out of the factory. Otherwise, we're going to have to pay storage costs. <laughs> Happy fucking days. Happy days indeed. All right. Let's take a quick uh, couple of minutes break. I'm going to refresh my beverage. Don't worry. I got a, I got some more stuff. And uh, before we sign off tonight, we will do the, what well, it's now traditional Daily Boogie Christmas Carol here on the show, ladies and gentlemen, just before we check out. So it's the last break of the last show going into the last hour for the last time in 2021. So stick around and we'll see you soon. Boogie Bumper is a kangaroo boxing boomerang chucker that eats crackers in bed. It's the place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Join me, Rusty the Iceman, Sunday night, 10 30, Standard Eastern Time, on Twitch, Twitter, Periscope, and Facebook. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian. I'm the host of the Sunday Night Shit Show. So, according to a certain Virginia stoner, my last promo was a bit too long, so I'm going to try to cut this down to 30 seconds. Uh, here's what you can expect on the Sunday Night Shit Show. <laughs> And I promote your fucking, your fucking show. Check us out on Sundays, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on DLive.tv slash Sunday Night Shit Show. See you then. Bye. What would you say you do here? 
some people i remember when i was young and i worked in a warehouse and i was in my early i was about how old was i i was about 20 21 and i worked in a warehouse i'm guys i'm about i'm about i'm about to chew gum <laughs> you fucking know it. um so so <laughs> so um i forgot what i was fucking saying fucking dick. Can you please, for the love of fucking God, unfuck yourself and just start doing shows? This just in. The global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. fucking shitty year for the most part but the last part of the year has worked out pretty well not gonna lie so 2021 was the worst year of my life and then the last couple of months i'm gonna say have been probably the best couple of months of my life i don't i can't explain it maybe the maybe the previous 12 months were so bad that the last couple of months just feel like a dream by comparison you know i had a change of my work situation and Things got a lot better and, you know, we're flying, we're riding high now. We're flying high. You know, happy fucking days. But those first 10 months, oof, they were fucking rough. (laughs) They were really rough. Just, just, just one L, L after fucking humiliating L over and over and over and over and over. But you know what? You just keep getting up every day. You keep going to work. You keep trying to. You know, you just keep trying to get it back up again, have another go. And then there you have it, you know, 10 months later, all of a sudden we're through the worst of it and everything's going in the right direction again. It was just a 10 month, we were just bolstering our election for 10 months and now we're building back better. Thank you, Joey B. Uh, speaking of Joey B, look, I don't know, We've I've got this article here. I don't even know if I want to do it or if I should just open up the floor for the next 40 minutes because we can do pretty much whatever we want. Um, I do have this, another one that Kitty B sent me. Remember this guy? We used to cover this guy a lot, but then he got too huge. (laughs) We used to cover this guy a lot, but then he got way too famous and he started doing shows and it's like, all right, well, we can't cover him anymore. Still love him though. That's what I reckon. We got this video here and that's what I reckon. So we could take a little looky-poo at that. Haven't done that for a while. I do have this article here. We might quickly touch on it and then, I don't know, you tell me what you think. What do you want to do? There's some there's some hideous, horrifying fucking shit that, again, Kitty B has dropped on my Twitter feed. 
I don't know why it's there. I wish it wasn't there. And maybe we should have a, a closer look at it. Maybe, just perhaps. 12-pack. Let's do the JQ. <laughs> is there only one question? Okay. The answer is yes. <laughs> that should be it. That should be all we need to discuss. J- JQ question mark should only be answered with yes, just like RU469 question mark. <laughs> yes. That's it. That's the only answer. Yes, that's the one Kitty's referring to. Making guac. Who wants to learn how to make guacamole out there? Press, press one in the chat if you would like to learn how to make guacamole. <laughs> Press two in the chat if you would rather not learn how to make guacamole. Irrational Times in the chat. Shout out to Irrational Times. Haven't talked to IT for a while. We've got to catch up, man. Maybe over the holidays or something. If you're around and I'm around, we're going to have a chat, talk about tunes, talk about some music, whatever. That'll be fun a good Alex Jones rant. We have played a few over the years. I haven't I, I haven't listened to Alex much in the last couple of years, so I'm probably missing a few good ones, but we have done a couple of them. Whole episodes on Alex Jones rants in the past. Rational Times, are you live later tonight as well? 9pm, same time as uh, Coffee Talk with Sandra. You can watch one and tape the other. Tape the other one on your VHS. What's that, you old cunt? You can do that. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me show you the guacamole. What if I... What if I show you the guacamole video without playing it, right? And then you can decide from there what you want to do. Okay, here we go. Let me just... Yeah, we'll we'll watch it on YouTube. Okay, now... If you pressed one in the chat for wanting to learn how to make guacamole, I'll give you one more chance. Would you still like to learn how to make guacamole? Number one or number two? Because this is your chef. This is your chef who is going to teach you how to make guacamole. (laughs) Would you still like to watch? Cabaret in the chat, all caps, definitely. (laughs) Okay, let's do it. Let's learn how to make guac. Oh. Should I do the intro part again? Okay. Okay. Why? Why? <laughs> T.S. Moose in the chat. Cooking with crack. My favorite cooking. What's your favorite cooking show? I'm open to suggestions. 
Tell me in the chat what your favorite cooking show was. How about this, growing up? Because I'll tell you mine, and it's a, I reckon it's a pretty obscure one. Only the people who watch, like, English TV will get it. I used to watch this show called Can't Cook, Won't Cook. Did you ever see that? Press one in the chat if you ever saw Can't Cook, Won't Cook, the British version. The host at the time was a guy named uh, Ainsley Harriet, who's a very famous British chef. And so, what he would, what he used to do, Victor's seen it, yeah, because he's in Europe. So what he, what he used to do was, the show was he'd get two people on the show, right, who either can't cook or won't cook, so they're terrible cooks, and he would cook a dish in between them, right, and their their contestants on the show. And their job is to keep up with him and make what he makes. And he would like berate the, the contestants on the show. What are you doing? No, don't do it that way. Oh, you're an idiot. <laughs> but not in a Gordon Ramsay cringy way, in a more playful gay black guy way. You know what I mean? I'll show you a bit. No, this is Ready Steady Cook. This is the wrong fucking show. What the fuck is this, mate? Unfucking believable. I didn't want Ready Steady Cook. I wanted Can't Cook, Won't Cook. Okay, here we go. The rib now. Any idea why I'm doing? Okay, it's some other host. Nice I must have. No, no, there he is. All right, here we go. Can't cook, won't cook. <laughs> this is old, man. This is ancient television history you're about to see here. Look how old it is. I miss old TV. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I love you all. Hello, good morning, and welcome to Can't Cook, Won't Cook. Now, I'm sure you all know that we take two reluctant cooks, persuade them to Look prepare at him. a Look delightful at dish, and let his, their blindfolded partners... His enthusiasm is infectious and charming. How could you be against this? Who's the tastiest? It all sounds so simple until you see what a fine mess they can get into. So let's meet the first oh, couple. Oh, fine play. mess. Cock, cock. Hello, Look 1991. Up. Hello, good morning to Julian and Norman O'Toole from Liverpool. It was actually 1995, this aired. <laughs> Norman and Julian. Okay, so who, who are you tipping early? Norman or Julian? I'm thinking that Julian or Jillian, is it Jillian or Julian? I don't know. I'm thinking the woman who has dressed up in the chef outfit. I'm thinking that's a bluff. I'm going for the guy who's worn like the church shirt to the cooking show. And hopefully there's a lot of pasta sauce that ends up on the shirt. Paul, married couple. Oh, how very lovely. Been married long? Nine 
Nine months? Nine months? Seen eleven years. Like. Eleven years you've been together. About and you still haven't cooked her anything. It's about time. Well, yeah, you haven't. That's the way it is. So what's he like in the kitchen, then? Boring, like, everything's boiling in the bag, you know what I mean? Yeah. Great. When she does gravy, it's like one lump or two. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bit of blancmange to go yeah. with your meat on a Sunday, is yeah. it? Why? A bit of blancmange to go with your meat. All right, let's see him cooking stuff. So he cooks and they try to keep up with him. Got right. an onion here, nice small onion. Just take your onion. Okay, we're just going to remove just the back there that little bit of root that you've got there. Just cut that off for me. Fingers out the way, and just and cut that chop, off. Chop, chop, then chop, chop. cut that in half again, and in half once more, quite roughly. Just cut that into four quarters. All right. Four quarters, that's all chopped up. Yep. Lovely. Look, okay, he can't... This up. guy here, he, this guy can't even figure out how to cut an onion into four. <laughs> He's just standing there looking confused. <laughs> Come on, mate. This isn't that hard. Cutting something into four... Okay, you've got one piece, turn it into four pieces. How do I do that? Cut it in half and then cut the halves in half. Hmm? <laughs> He's got no fucking chance. Onions are in there. I want you to take a little bit of the parsley... You've got some parsley there. Yeah. So just rip that off like that. That's it. And keep the stalks. Now, I just want you to blitz that a little bit. Put the lid back on. That's it. Give that a little bit of a blitz. All right, then. Okay. He, can't, he can't even turn the fucking food processor on. <laughs> All right. Like waiting for a bus with you, isn't it, eh? <laughs> See you <then>, mate. <laughs> All right. I'll put that in the chat for you. We'll get back to we'll get back to our guacamole recipe. <laughs> we'll get back to our guacamole recipe, courtesy of Kitty B. Let's carry on. Mm, she's got a nice graphic. Miss Miss Deb TV. Hey okay. guys, welcome back to Miss Deb TV. Hi, Miss Deb. I'm your host, Miss Deb, Hello. and today we're going to be making Hello, Miss Deb. <laughs> so, guacamole is not really an exact science. It just has some it's basic not... ingredients. Guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but guacamole is not an exact science. Did you know that? But you don't really need measurements to make guacamole oh, you good. kind of customize it to how you like it customization yo dog we heard you like guac so we made some guac to go on your guac more of those some people add tomatoes garlic lots of variations but so today, many variations. this guacamole has six ingredients okay so we got and, some and a whole lot of snatch by the looks of it a red onion. Some people like. And a whole lot of, a whole lot of juicy black clunge as well some on the side. Pickle jalapeno slices. Okay. Some fresh cilantro. I am cheating a little bit. I don't have a fresh lime, so we're going to be using some lime juice that's bottled. I'm sure that's just as good. <laughs> I'm sure that'll work out just as well. Hey, who needs fresh lime in a guacamole? Just get that shit off the shelf. But I think it'll still do the job. Yeah. And then, of course, and if that doesn't seasoning, if that doesn't work, well, the fishnet surely will. We have something to put our guacamole in. <laughs> the action shots are what kills me. I'll give her this. It is a skill to get the knife all the all the way around the avocado, 
in in like you want the two ends to meet up, you know what I mean? I can't be the only one here who when halving an avocado slinks the knife around and then if you get it to exactly match up where you started the cut, just do one of these to yourself. Yes. Am I the only one who does that? Press one in the chat if you give yourself a little fist pump when you perfectly align the cut all the way around the avocado. You've got to give yourself those little victories from time to time. It's the same feeling I get when I stop the microwave uh, the microwave with one second left on the counter. Same feeling. It's a little life victory that you can take around with you for the rest of the day. Be positive about that. Be in a good mood. Say, you know what? I'm on top of the game today. I am sharp. <laughs> one second on the microwave, a perfect av- uh, avocado halve, and we're fucking flying into 2022, ladies and gentlemen. Cabarena chat, she's wearing a strainer. <laughs> Victor show, I don't. I'm not autistic. Well, then you're missing out, my friend. She did very well. Very well. Very good job. So you want to make sure your avocados are nice and ripe mm-hmm. so that you can easily just squeeze them out. A little messy, but that's okay. So next, I'm going to chop up my red onion. I'm going to okay. try and dice it pretty small. I don't try. Really like chunks <laughs> of onion in my guacamole. I'm going to try and dice it pretty small. What do you mean try? It's an onion. Just do it. Just, just do whatever the hell you got to do to get that onion chopped up. There is... Try. There is no try. There is only do or do not. <laughs> what do you mean try? I'm going to try and chop an onion. Oh, God. Well, let us know once you've mastered it and we'll come back. But if you like chunks of onion, yeah. cut it how you like it. Okay, thanks. One hell of a cooking show. This is some fucking hellfire content you find, Kitty B. This is one hell of a cooking show, isn't it? I mean, let's compare this. Let's compare Miss Deb. So this is one of America's finest, okay? Now let's compare Miss Deb with our Aussie mate here, and that's that's what I reckon. Now let's let's compare let's compare and contrast the different approaches here. I'm going to walk off camera. He's got a, he's. I don't know if you know this or not. He's got a sexy new intro. I haven't watched it in so long. Look, he's got the hard rock uh, anime I'm a superhero intro now. Look. This is when you know you've hit the big time when you can get an intro like this. Very Ninja Turtles. He's got the little sponsorships now. He's doing well. It's good to see. Because we've said before when we've covered this guy, he's so foggy, he's sold out. But if he's still making, um, you know, money on YouTube, if he's selling sponsorship and now, fucking good luck to him. As long as he's kept his persona, if he doesn't go all wanky, because the reason I like this guy in the first place, my wife showed me to him, showed me to him, showed him to me. (laughs) 
she uh, showed him to me. And the reason I liked him is because he wasn't so wanky about, you know, normally they carry on. These are the finest Napoli tomatoes. You know, I get them from an organic garden just down the road. Absolutely delicious, wonderful flavors. You can see the mixing there. He's, he's not like that at all. He's like, all right, get the carrot, chop it up, stick it in the fucking pot, cook it till it's fucking cooked, you idiot. <laughs> Very basic. And he, he should be a television chef. And very good little editing. <laughs> Check this out. Does someone want to explain to me what the f this is? Pre-chopped onions in a f***ing bag. I have got to admit, whenever I see someone doing a... Like, if I get invited over to someone's house for a barbecue, say and they pull out a bag of pre-chopped fucking frozen onions, I feel like leaving. I feel like walking out. Have you ever tried to cook those shits on a barbecue? They just turn into a soggy pool of fucking mess on the grill. It's disgusting. It's like onion porridge. Using frozen fucking pre-chopped onions should be a crime against humanity. You should be... You should be given the fucking firing squad for using that. And, you know, a lifetime in prison before the firing squad if you try to get your friends and loved ones to eat it. How, da how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Lucas, how is that even a thing? It's a thing because people are so fucking lazy now that that's the, that's the level they'll resort to, getting pre-chopped frozen onions. And But I'm telling you, they're fucking garbage. You cannot freeze chopped onions. It's disgusting. It comes out like sludge when you try to cook it. I don't know how they're still selling them. Minister of Fun, he used to chop his own onions. Now he's advertising pre-chopped. No, he's not advertising the pre-chopped as if he would advertise the pre-chopped. Keep watching. Stop pausing it and you'll see. <laughs> Check this out. Does someone want to explain to me what the f this is? Pre-chopped onions in a f***ing bag. You know what I think about Oh, this? no, they've take he's taken the swearing out. Oh, no. He has sold out. Foggy, has he sold out? Is he editing out his fucking fucks now? Because if he edits out the fucks, then it's, it's very un-Australian, I think. The fucks need to stay. That can get fucked. Oh, no, there you go. <laughs> He got me. He fucking got me. So why did they bleep out the first two fucks and then just leave the last one in there? <laughs> see this fucking... See this beep shit? This shit is beep. It's fucked. <laughs> now, because it's summertime and we're outside, no doubt some people will want to fuck around with this thing here. <laughs> Check here today we're going to cook a sausage sizzle. There may be a couple of flies in it. It's good for you. Fibre. Before we Fiber. get to the sausages, let's deal with the onions. Every good barbecue needs some fucking good onions. I don't know if you're one of those people that prefers to have your sausage sizzle without onions. I don't want to go there. I don't want to get involved with that whole no onions shit. Obviously, if you try to cook chopped onions on a grill, the fucking shits are going to fall through, catch fire, and fuck the whole party up. Fuck the whole There's a couple party of up. solutions for this problem. Either you can get your pan or pot or fucking frisbee, and you can stick yep. it on the grill and cook it that way. I understand you want to get- I have cooked full meals on the grill using pots and pans. <laughs> Believe it or not. 
like go out to the barbecue, fuck it, and put the pots just directly on the grill and boil them. Boil the water, and away we go. Cooking like German sausages and shit. <laughs> People always look at you like you're a fucking lunatic. Get this big barbecue vibe going, Dad. But sometimes the stove helps as well. Let me just stop fucking talking shit and show you how to make the best fucking rock and roll onions right. you've ever had. Chop the rock onions and roll up onions. However Let's the go. fuck you want. Just because I'm fucking being a tryhard outside. See, see, here's the difference. Miss Debbie's like, I'm going to try and dice the onions very finely. And he's like, <laughs> just fucking chop them however you want. Get on the grill and cook it that way. Don't be too fancy. I understand fancy. you want to get this big barbecue vibe going, Dad. But sometimes the stove helps as well. Let me just stop fucking talking shit and show you how to make the best fucking rock and roll. I'm sorry, this is very controversial in the chat. We're going to have to pause the whole show for this. We're going to have to address this head on. Because this has me concerned. Lady Fritzader in the chat, ladies and gentlemen, says, and I quote, Do bacon outside on the grill so your house doesn't smell. I don't think I've met anyone besides a devout Muslim that does not want their house to smell like bacon. Wow. So, you don't want your house to smell like bacon? What? What is wrong with you? <laughs> what are you talking about? Bacon is one of the greatest smells known to man. Why would you want to deny yourself that pleasure in life? That makes no sense. She says, truth, I do mine in the oven. See, I knew it had to be I knew it had to be some kind of fucking some kind of work. I knew that couldn't be true. Of course you cook the bacon inside. Of course you want the house to smell like bacon. Exactly. James Campisi in the chat. It's the aroma of the gods. <laughs> the big god. All onions you've ever had. Chop the onions up however the fuck you want. If if bacon is the aroma of the gods, then Pigsy from Monkey Magic is the god of bacon. Has anyone here seen... Press one in the chat if you've ever seen a show called Monkey Magic. Foggy, I'm sure, would have seen it. I'm sure Foggy would have seen it. What? It was a show on TV here in Australia. I don't know if it was on in the States or not, but it was on in Australia for sure. And here it is. So if bacon is the aroma of the gods, then... Pigsy from Monkey Magic is the god of bacon. <laughs> Foggy, God, I miss that show. Here's Monkey Magic. This is what, you know, Australian boys grew up watching when they were little kids. It was to compensate me for this incarnation. It's my muck, Rake. You don't say. Then you must be the real ex-marshal of heaven. Oh, yes. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Pigsy. <laughs> the god of bacon. When I think about the way This is what they took from you. You took from me. I know that I am so much better. 
Milk bag. Ha! What? Go on. Hit as hard as you like. Right on the head. Knock this pan right off. Go on. Never. Why? Never. Why not? Look at this rack. It's been baked in Lapso's crucible. So was I? I won't sit a mountain with all my strength. Okay, it really hasn't aged well, has it? <laughs> link to this song. Um, I don't know if I can give you a link, but I can probably... It's called I Am Better Off by Lakeisha. The singer is Lakeisha Nugent. I don't know who the uh, band is. Hang on, I'll just see if I can find it. It's probably on YouTube. What do you know? No, that's a different version. No. Okay, so there must be like a poppy version and then a jazzy version, and this is the jazzy version, obviously. I don't know. I can't find... Oh, here we go. There you go. See what I do for you out there? Here you go. Pop that in the chat for you. Lakeisha Nugent is one of my favourite singers. I've got a few of her songs here. She's just a throwback to like the the Motown kind of feel. Happy Hanukkah, James Campisi tipped five dollars. Thank you, sir. Merry Christmas, Boogie. Merry Christmas to you too. Very good. Fantastic. Yeah, I've got a few of her stuff. Like this is another. This is her again. It's a great singer. This song's called 100 Times. You'll get tired of my voice. That's how much I'm going to tell you. I'll miss you if you go. Yes, I'm going to let you know just how much I tell you. I mean, it's just got that Motown fucking feel to it, and I love it. So I really hope you love me. You love me too. Yeah, I really hope you love me too. What else have we got? Uh, this one's called I Can't Let You Go. It's just, it's just turned into a music stream. Why not? Merry Christmas, everyone. All of my friends say, girl, you better take care. Cause that man is trouble, best And I have a license, I can play this. Thank you, YouTube. I, I purchased a license to play Lakeisha. It's fine. Trust me, I got all the paperwork. like this one. This one's called Home Again. This is probably my favourite. Don't worry, we'll listen to a couple of minutes, then we'll have a, 
another laugh and then we'll get the fuck out of here. What do you say? Sounds good to me. Let's work as a team, please, and do it my way. younger and I was playing in bands and stuff I used to play in not a metal band but kind of like a hard rock band for about seven or eight years we played some gigs we did a couple of CDs it was fun you know we were just kids though and back then I would have said that was my favorite kind of music but now at the ripe old age of 39 when, when that band stopped I started playing double bass I went out and bought a double bass I started getting jazz lessons from like one of the best jazz bassists in the country I won't reveal his full name because he might not like me to, but his first name was Brendan. And he was, you know, he would he would go on tour with like the big jazz singers when they came here. It was really good. So I did lessons with him for a couple of years and liked kind of big band swing style music. But now I, I, I can honestly say hand on heart that I don't have a favorite kind of music anymore. Even though I played in bands and I played, you know, swingy jazzy stuff for a couple of years as well. I, I don't have a favorite kind of music. If there was one kind of music that I would be forced to listen to forever, it would probably, if I, not that it's necessarily my favorite, 
Like, let's say you were locked in a prison or something or on a, an abandoned island that just happened to have one electrical outlet so you could play the jukebox. <laughs> you know, just say you're in that kind of situation. If I could only have one type of music to listen to every day for the rest of my life, it would probably be Jump Blues, which is basically blues, but just faster. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, why not? We're on a roll here tonight. Why not do this? Um, I'm sure I can find some jump blues for you. Um, okay, here's a good one. So this is this is what I'm talking about. Uh, again, I don't have a favorite kind of music, but if I, because if I was locked in a destitute prison or on a prison or an on, well, I am on a prison island, aren't I? That's damn. That's a tough realization to make. But if you were locked in a situation where you could only listen, I think I would listen to this because it would keep me upbeat and positive. It's impossible not to be, you know, happy and tap your toes when you're listening to Jump Blues. That's the magic of it. I'll show you. I'll, sh I'll prove it to you. This is like a live shitty recording off a phone or something and it's still good enough. So this would be my kind of music. You're not tapping your toe. Tell me you're not tapping along to this. And if you say no, you're a liar. A dirty lying liar. Stray cats, yep, absolutely. This big baldy cunt does well, I tell you. It's got lungs, man. This is in a jazz festival in Breda in Victor von Schroom's part of the world, ladies and gentlemen, in the Netherlands. And if you want the brutal truth of the situation, even though jazz and blues are like American black history, basically, I'm, I'm here to tell you that blues and jazz is being kept alive only by people, white people in Western fucking Europe. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Without white people in Western Europe, there would be no more jazz. There would be no more blues. The black people aren't doing it anymore. They've, gave it, they've given it up. So I don't want to hear any, any criticisms of white people doing jazz and blues. It's like, well, if you're not going to use it, if you're just going to leave the jazz and the blues out the front on the curb, then I'm going to pick it up because, hey, it's still a pretty good blues. It's still pretty good jazz. So there's nothing wrong with it. Now the white people are picking it up and dusting blowing the dust off it and going, hey, you know what? This is okay. I like this. Anyway, you know what? We should get out of here. Let's end it. Should we end it? I think we should end it. We'll get the fuck out of here for 2021. But before we do, something that's become a bit of a tradition on the show. First of all, I just want to thank everyone. Like I said before, it's been a pretty crazy year. It's been a shitty year in many respects. We've taken a lot of L's, but, um, you know, our audience is small but mighty. 
and you guys get it. You know, you guys aren't the misery guts. You guys aren't the ones that are easily defeated. You're not the ones that are lurching from one crisis to the next. You know, I'd like to think that you guys, like, you know, and myself, we're, we're a constant. Our highs aren't too highs and our lows aren't too low. But we kind of sit in the corner. We're, we're that kid. We sit in the corner of the room while everyone else is making fools of themselves and sip a, a quiet beverage and enjoy a nice cigarette and just wait for the end to come patiently. <laughs> and we'll make sarcastic comments while the world burns around us. And, you know, the whole point of this show is we're not here to save the world, right? I'm not trying to change anyone's mind. I'm not trying to save the world. I'm not trying to get you to vote for other people or whatever. You've probably already decided what you're going to do long before you turned up here. So all we do is try to find uh, some humour in the darkness that surrounds us. <laughs> in the hope of getting through one more day and getting back up again. And, you know, like I said, 10 months of this year were absolute uh, nightmarish horror, the worst year of my life, without doubt. And I've had some pretty fucking bad ones. Pretty fucking bad ones. A few bad ones in the teenage years. Really bad. (laughs) A few really bad ones in the 20s, but this year was bad for a different reason because it was... It wasn't my doing this time, so it felt so much worse, (laughs) right? Like, if I look back on the bad years in my life and I look back in the teenage years and the 20s and stuff, they were all through my own doing. Like, I caused all of the, you know, the mountains of bad karma that collapsed upon me. I deserved each and every one of them (laughs) because I was egging, I was tempting fate. I was egging God on. I was challenging him to show me, show me what you will do to me, you son of a bitch. And he showed me. So I deserve that. And then this year, I feel like, no, this was all taken out of my hand. I had no control. And that's why it was the worst year. Like, people were dying and, um, you know, financially and with the work situation. And it was all heading down the tubes. And I was fucking miserable for months and months and months. And you probably noticed with the output of this show. Oh, this is another good one. This is still Lakeisha. I'm going to challenge that. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's pretty good. <laughs> but now, like the last couple of months, like I said, we've turned the corner. Now the sun's bright. The sun's shining on me once more. And see, maybe take that into 2022 because I won't see you again until you know January 7 or something like that January 6 or 7 I'll be back I'm going to take a couple of weeks and that's what I'm going to take into 2022 anyway it's like a good a good year of just being continuously slapped back on my ass every time I tried to stand up just one thing after another L after L crippling defeat after crippling defeat but I'll be taking into 2022. You just keep get, keep getting back up. Just keep, get, just fucking get up, mate. Just get up and go out and get, get moving again and do something. Don't, don't ever stop. And it'll come back around. You'll come back around. You'll get back into good form. 
You know, the best athletes in the world don't play their best game every game. You're allowed to have a lull. You're allowed to have half a season where you don't play so well, but when you show up for finals, you'll be ready to go. So take that into 2022. Thank you to everyone who contributed to the show this year, who continues to contribute to the show. Thank you to everyone who appeared on the show this year. So many people. Major Tom, Joy of Pessy. Uh, JJ was on earlier in the year, I think. JJ's still around. Follow JJ. We love JJ. Joey and G with a diamond. Thank you for the diamond. Merry Christmas to you too. Merry Christmas. Sinister Charlie. Follow Sinister Charlie. Follow all of our friendos. You know them all. You know them all. Another diamond. Thank you very much, Joey and G. <laughs> okay, now you're, now you're being silly. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so thank you to everyone contributed. Follow our friends. Uh, James R's out there. Fat Keck Boy, ladies and gentlemen, over in Twitch. The, the one guy in Twitch. Give a big shout out to Fat Keck Boy. Just got a thousand subs on YouTube. Always promoting everyone. Thank you to the mods. Thank you to all of you. Thank you to our friends and, you know, we'll be back in 2022 and we'll do it all again. And things are coming back around. We're turning the corner. Life's looking good again. So let's keep that fucking roll going, shall we? So, uh, Victor, don't forget Victor Von Shroom, Winning TV. There's too many people. The Minister of Fun, Coffee Talk Sandra, Rational Times. Mersh was in here earlier. Give Mersh a follow. Royce Lopez, ladies and gentlemen. The funniest Cuban I've ever seen, Royce Lopez. Might be the only Cuban I've ever seen besides Castro. And I'm sure Castro had a wicked sense of humor. So it's high praise from me. Uh, JJ Frozo, ladies and gentlemen, Sunday Night Shit Show, Frozen Asian. I mentioned Major Tom. Uh, the Rice Man, of course. Don't forget about The Rice Man. Here's another Lakeisha Nugent for you. I really like this one. I really like this one. Just going to have to interrupt the outro just to listen to this. It is impossible not to want to dance to this. I'm sorry. The funk, the bass. Feel the funk. Smell the funk. around in my chair. You can't see me, but I'm bopping. Yes, we'd like to thank Chris Cuomo for finally fulfilling his you know, his prophecy, that was great. So before we go, the last act, which is a bit of a tradition on this show. One of the prettiest sounds you will ever hear is the sound of a talented, well-trained boys' choir. And uh, in my opinion, the most beautiful Christmas carol, Oh Holy Night, sung by a very talented and well-trained boys' choir. It's something we play every single year, and uh, I say the same thing every single year. If you appreciate nice-sounding things, you know, you don't even have to be big into music or whatever. If you just appreciate 
when something sounds nice in your ears. If you've got a nice set of headphones, put them on now and turn it up. And, you know, just sit back and close your eyes and appreciate the harmonies in this Christmas carol, the way that these guys do it. And uh, take that with you and have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And God bless you and all of you and all of your family and all of your loved ones. And be safe and happy and well and merry and eat and drink and share laughs and stories. And, you know, appreciate that for those of us that are still here, appreciate that we're still here. We're still riding this, we're still, you know, on this train ride together for at least for one more year. So let's see if in 2022, because like I said, we've been taking a lot of L's lately collectively, not just personally, but collectively as well. Let's see if in 2022 we can start to turn it around again. And, you know, it starts with um, being positive and, you know, being thankful and humble. And hopefully, you know, that's what you get for here. And if you appreciate the show, I appreciate you being here. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, plug your headphones in, God bless, and we'll see you in 2022. Peace out.